Is it me or is it hiding here? We're gonna do this all over again. Is it me or was it hiding? We had a little technical difficulties, but players always fuck up. We're gonna get my guests in here shortly. Everybody, it's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me Hoop Miss Hollywood. <laughs> You're tuning into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast, podcast, podcast. As you know, and if you don't know, I'm going to let you know. So Hollywood, the podcast, is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. <laughs> yes. As you guys know, I like to do a recap, a little one, just a little one to give you guys a little bit of background of what was going on. Episode 54, we had Chef Sean, Chicago native. Uh, He currently resides in Los Angeles. He is an actor turned rapper. So make sure make sure you guys follow him at The Real Chef, C-H-E-F-S-E-A-N. The real chef, Sean, um, he's working on two scripts right now and he has a, uh, cannabis product coming soon in the Los Angeles area. Um, catch the latest episode on your favorite podcast streaming platform, as well as here on Instagram. <laughs> so Hollywood, the podcast want to be a guest on so Hollywood, the podcast, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. Uh, 40 after I like to do this thing called sweet 16, but however, today I don't know if i have somebody to do a sweet 16 45 after i do a top five five questions five answers all of which are catered to my guests 50 after i like to do this thing called exclusive access exclusive access yes it's exclusive access is where the guest gives me whatever they want that they have not told anyone in the media um and 55 after wind down shout out do the question of the day the question of the day is what bothers you about the industry why what's your solution to fixing it um and without further ado i'm gonna get my guest hub up here right <laughs> there we go i can hear you can you hear me yeah i can hear you now <laughs> You say you were driving. My bad. You know, things things happen, but it's all good. I have episode 55 today, DJ Headbuster, a.k.a. Mr. Straw Hat himself. Where is the hat? I was looking forward to the hat. Man, we got hats. I'm in the house. I got hats. Come on, man. Oh, there you go. That's like putting on a Freddy Krueger mask. (laughs) You said what? Uh oh, you went. Oh no, you went out. Your audio. I can't hear you anymore. I don't know. I just could hear you. Are you on mute? Did you mute yourself? No? O M G. Can you hear me? Can you guys hear me or can you not hear him? Okay. Okay. (laughs) but while you guys wait yes your girl go to www.allofhollywood.biz right now to subscribe to my website it's really really dope um i'm building it from the ground up um oh you can't hear him he'll be right back dj headbuster i'm gonna give him his flowers while he is um getting himself together he is a florida he has a lot of aka's man um, he's a Florida native, um, DJ, 
He he's the owner of HB Music and Marketing Inc. Credit. I said credit. I can't read today. Creator of Supply and Demand mixtape series, in which we'll talk a little bit about that. He's a tastemaker, AR investor, executive producer. Um, he has his own wine company, everybody. I don't know. I don't know too many DJs that have their own wine company or let let alone uh, um any kind of company like that. Uh, a liquor company. Well, yeah, some of them have liquor, but wine, nah, it's not too many DJs. And um, and the list goes on. He is the manager to C Bane and OP Super. Um, C Bane is the artist, and OP Super is the producer. Um, and man, it's so much stuff that we got to get into. Let's see if we can hit him. But yes, like I was saying, he has a lot of the HB Travel Consulting. He has his own head um, noise cancellation headphones. I can hear you now. What? What I don't do? I'm but, back. <laughs> like my list. Like, do you understand this research that I did? I was like, this this guy does this. He got what? He got. Uh, see, it's been a long time coming for you and I to like literally meet. We've all we've been like Twitter friends. Like all through social media, and I've been emailing you. And then uh, let me let me start off by thanking you because I even made it into a. a, a <laughs> Ooh! Wow! 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 I had to bring it back. Wow! What 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 number is that? What number, number what number is number nineteen? Finding man nineteen. Wow! <laughs> Wow! Wow! That's your girl. You uh. feel me? <laughs> but yes, wow. how are you doing today? I want to get. I wanted to give you your flowers, but you have you have a bouquet, a bouquet of flowers, and I'm gonna let you explain a little bit about that. Um, but your name is DJ Hairbuster, aka Mr. Straw Hat, because I'm gonna give you that Bet. name. <laughs> believe, it. believe it. Nice, nice. Oh, hi. How did I get DJ Headbuster? Yeah, how did you get that? Uh, just turn negative to a positive, you know. Um, being that um, I have a a, a short, quick, bad <laughs> temper, you know. Younger in my younger day, you know, just um, then put up with a lot of BS. So you know, one thing led to another, and a little psychology, <laughs> little shrink talking, you know. Oh, okay. Inspired. You was a hot yeah. head at the end of the day, kind of hot. Okay. <laughs> I feel <laughs> but I like to start all of my interviews with one question. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like what is your earliest memory of like music? My earliest memory was uh, watching uh Yo MTV raps and they used to scratch in the turntables. And my dad had turntables because he's Jamaican, so I would use his old 45 records and scratch, not knowing you had to have a certain needle to right. scratch the record. So I scratched up all the Christmas, the Bob Marley Christmas records in that Christmas. He went to play it and it, it, it was walked and <laughs> I seen whooping that Christmas. Yeah. And ever since then, they had been on. I'm gonna learn how to do this. I ain't getting no more whooping. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of the actual turntable because my dad still has it. You know he he Jamaican, so he he a pack rat, oh. he a horse. He keep all this stuff, and it still works to this day. Um, I haven't turned it on, but I know some of the records are still <laughs> uh, laying around somewhere. Oh my god! So your dad was pretty much your introduction to um, entertainment, and he was your dad a DJ or he just like <clears throat> he liked music. Him and my mom love music. You know, prior to their passing, they always used to go dancing and going out on, on, on Friday nights, you know, listening to music, you know, a little bit of R&B, Tina Turner, from Tina Turner to Barrington Levy. It was, it was, it was crazy it growing was up. And yeah. Nice, nice. So you're you're originally from what part? Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Florida? No, I'm originally from Orlando, and I moved down to Tampa to go to uh, college. Tampa, Tampa. Okay, so let's let's. Um, at what age did you start like um really focusing on 
um, your artistry as far as like being a DJ? Because I know you're an artist as well, correct? Sophomore year, it was my sophomore year at USL. Okay. My sophomore year, yep. Okay, so what? How, what? Like, what well, was the experience? Like, what did you do? Um, well, one of the frats, uh, the alphas asked me. One of my he's the alpha. He asked me, uh, would I mind DJing? Um, you know, they're coming out party with the new fraternity members. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I DJ, but I always had access to music with Napster and all those. Oh, you brought it back. <laughs> yeah. So. He was like, man, what we go call you? Back then, it was just DJ Ned. But, <laughs> and then I DJ, uh, I played the music for the uh, coming out show and did the after party and everything. And then it was a rap. Mm. Were you, are, what kind, yep. What type of music at that time was it? Was it the the two live crews or was it the, the Rick, well, the Rick Ross didn't come on until later in the day. But, like, what was the music around that time of of your, like, saying, I'm, I'm about what? to be this DJ? It was all about the party. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it wasn't no relaxing, and everybody wasn't in their phones back then. It was Facts. going to the party, having fun, dancing, breaking the sweat, right. leaving the club with a couple phone numbers written down on paper. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, I like to, I like they, to say that, that, that the, the dudes left with their t shirts blue. If you ain't leave your t shirt blue, you ain't had no good time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Tall T's were in, Jabose was in, <laughs> Timbaland was was popping back then, so it was crazy, crazy vibe in Temple. <laughs> so, around what age were you when that um, transpired? Like when you, I was like 20, 20 21, okay. 22. Ooh, yeah, you was, you was, you was, you was young. <laughs> you was yeah, fresh I, meat, yeah. so to speak. I'm, I know it's probably like 19, no, 2000, no, 2001, 2002, yeah. Okay, I think I just turned 18 when I in 2001. Oh, you telling your age now? Yeah, it's okay. It's I'm okay. I'm proud. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, what? I saw the interview, and, and I saw the interview with the gentleman. Um, I forgot what it was, and you were telling about um some information about uh you have five because i was trying to get it about you for the exclusive access you got five oh, outlets and you ain't tell the last one it was my 40th fuck interview yes 40th fuck so um where did that how did okay so i'm i'm bouncing around right now <clears throat> how did supply and demand even start like because this this is this takes me back i'm on i'm on volume 19 and I don't know how many volumes you have so far. So, like, how did that start? Find the Man started December 2009. Wow. And, and that's when mixtapes were just on the bubble. I was listening to a lot of DJ Small Southern Smoke mixtapes, mm-hmm. a lot of um, DJ Techniques mixtapes. Mm-hmm. And I want to create up for Florida. You know, a lot of down south artists that weren't getting the recognition if it wasn't on the big DJ Clue mixtape and they never had access to those mixtapes. So right. what I did was, you know, I just take club music that I already spent in the club and I just made them to mixtapes and um, sold them around the, around the neighborhood and it, it picked up picked up steam pretty well. As you can see, I went up to <laughs> volume all the way to 83. <laughs> really? Yeah, I stopped at 83. Oh, the digital projects on Spotify now for y'all all the way to 83. Yep. What? An official because some point five, like 27.5, stuff like that. So unofficial, 83. Yep. Congratulations. Not, not I hosted for other artists. So yeah, I did a lot of mixtapes. So, so where did the name come from? Did you, was it something that you thought of or was it a collective like situation? Like how did you come up with that? Supply and demand. It was more like, you know, um, supply and demand, like, you know, you, you, a lot of, a lot of music that was underground never really got heard. And the whole supply and demand pretty much catered to them. Like the more they heard, the more, the more I supplied the streets with the mixtapes, the mm-hmm. more people heard. So that was the demand part. Mm-hmm. Did the artists come out of the woodworks for you, for you to work with them at that time? Or was it still just about the mixtape? Um, it was a little bit of both. Um, back then I did I did hostings for 
Like, mind you not, all these artists are, are, are top list, top notch artists. I'm talking about I did uh, mixtapes with Yo Gotti, Project mm. Pat, David Banner. My first mixtape was done, hosted by David Banner. I'm talking about early David Banner. Um, Trick that I had Ace Hood host a mixtape. Like, all these artists, like, like Billy Blue, like, it's, it's a lot. I never really reached out to anyone big up north. Mm-hmm. I think, but I, I wouldn't mind doing one. It was just, it was just so big in the south. Like you had to have a supply and demand mixtape between Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Carolina. You had to have one. You had to have one. Yeah, yeah. Because back in the day, mixtapes was definitely heavy in the streets, and and I don't know what what like happened to that. Like, do you do you? Well, I know streaming, of course, plays a big part, and um, in getting music, you know to other platforms but do you think that cds are going to go out of style and or like the mixtape era is going to go away or come back or how 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 do you feel about that um I, the cds are done cds are uh, <laughs> uh, cds right now are almost like 45 inch records like they're almost they're, they're pretty much out the window like the mixtapes i they they could come back but the stream is so big now, like, you can drop a whole project with music that's your music, copyright, and everything. That's the big problem with the mixtapes. Like, I stopped doing the mixtapes because I'm I'm free promoting all the artists. The mainstream artists are already getting paid from labels and putting their music out. So that's why I had to just play my talent on the mixtapes. I wanted mm. to drop it. All the scratches, blends, all kinds of stuff on mixtapes. So that was one reason why my mixtape did so well because it was a whole vibe. Like it wasn't just right. like track, track like a playlist. No, it was the actual mixtape from track one to track twenty five. It was mixes, blends, talking. It put you in a whole mind frame. Nowadays, you can just grab like the new Drake, new Young Thug, and just make a playlist. Right, right. So, so that's kind of equivalent to a mixtape today. A playlist, making a playlist. Uh, yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I actually have a supply and demand playlist where it has industry music on there, independent artists, you know, same thing, same vibe as a mixtape, but it's a playlist with a little bit of all all types of music on there. Right. Now, how how do you, how do you feel um, about, like, breaking artists? Is it important to break artists in your city, or is it important to break artists in general as a DJ? Um... It's definitely important to break artists. Um, you know, the word break can be mm. expanded all type of ways. Now, my thing is, it's all about getting exposure because you can break an artist and the artist may not have been heard in California. Right. So, in reference to my artist, C. Bain, I'm trying to get him heard worldwide because he's not just a typical independent artist. He's a songwriter. He writes all kinds of music. He does all kinds of music has crazy cadences, he harmonizes and all that. So I'm trying to get him heard, trying to get exposure for him. And if that's a form of, that can be a form of breaking the artist. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it all, it, it's, it's all the same to me. Mm. Um, but the DJs don't have to break artists because the streaming is so big, artists can break themselves. Mm. Mm. So do you think, like, do you still think the DJ is like the highest on the totem pole when it comes to that, you know, that type of situation? Um, Not the highest, but they're, they're very influential. Right. Like a few clients can get you more exposure, but to everything results, everything falls back on the streams. How, how, how many people have heard this record mm-hmm. through SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, like the streaming is so big now for independent artists artists in general even the major artists have to have major streams to be heard worldwide so you know dj just plays a, a part in the situation now back then the dj played a major role right because we access to all the new music now shoot my daughter has music access <laughs> thanks to tiktok like what well, you see what i'm saying so back then we didn't have tiktok we had digiwax we yeah. had flash we had direct label contacts with the new music yep. and emails with new music that we had to download, attach in, burn on the new CD or, or download to the laptop. So that's, that's different. That's a bit different. So how do you also feel about 
DJ record pools? Like, does that also fall in the line of like almost non-existent, or is it is that still important within the DJ culture? Oh yeah, the, the, it's always important in DJ culture because there's some records that I may not have access to, mm. and who's may have. I may have access to a certain artist that don't have access to the record pool, so I can, you know, swap it out. You know, trade services. Right. So it's always good to have. A, it's always essential to have a, a record pool that you can stand on, like MPP West, Digiwax. I can always go to those sites and grab the the top forty mixes or you know radio hits and things like that. Even the TikTok hits. Some don't that I've never heard on TikTok. They have pools and. and and uh, you know, access to those songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking speaking of um, let me. I'm gonna go back to your artist. How did <clears throat> how did you um find that artist? And um, you have a producer as well, correct? Right. Well, um, how first of all, how I found C. Bain was um um a mutual friend, one of my business, well, my actual partner in HB Music and Marketing. He introduced me to C. Bain not as an artist, but as a homie. So I didn't really know he did music at the time until after, you know, just hanging out with him and be like, you know, man, check me out, check me out. At the time, so many artists were shooting me music, I kind of like not brushing to the side, like, okay, bro, it's some, th- some things here sound good and that ain't just kept working. Right. And then it caught my ear on a few records and I'm like, man, my homeboy, like, man, we need to work with him my partner so we that's what we did we started working with him like exclusively maybe it's 2021 maybe like 2018 mm. but i've known him for almost five years oh before that or collectively collectively okay okay and then um so, go ahead go ahead so op op super is i met op super was we was both DJing an event together because he's a DJ as well. So I told my man, I'm about to drop a supply and demand project. He was like, really? I'm like, yeah, with all the original music. He's like, man, you know, I do beats. Ooh. So I like, man, up a beats. So he sent me some beats. I'm like, bro, I like this one and this one going on the project. So that's what I did. I'm, I'm just that loyal. So he was on the, he was on my first supply and demand EP that's released on Apple Music right now. And Ever since then, I just been rocking with him. Like he did a couple of joints for my next project that's coming out. He did a couple of records for uh, Tampa Tony. People in the industry in in the area. So I like man, let let just go ahead and join the team, man. That's what we've been <laughs> just been rocking ever since. He did he join around yeah. that time, two thousand eighteen, or was that um before? Um, this was like two years ago. Oh, this, okay, so fairly yeah, fairly around I, the same time. Yeah, I dropped my first EP, uh, 2019 official EP on Apple Music and Spotify and all those social media platforms. So yeah, I kind of got my catalog on back then, and and that's when. <laughs> yep. And then I need to. Also, I saw on a recent interview, um, you had you said you're doing no more mixtapes, only EPs. And why Only that, EP. Can, you, can you give a little bit of background because of that? Okay. Well, the mixtape, so finally the mixtape, like I said, was showcasing artist music that was already in the industry. People, right. people, hey, I wasn't getting paid for the mixtapes I was putting out, the supplying and mixtape. That was coming out of my pocket half the time. Right. And I'll put the CDs, you, you see this, you got the CD effort, so <laughs> all that cost. So, I'm like, okay, why not get with the artists, build with the artists, get with producers, make my own, create my own music. I'm all about ownership and owning my own stuff. So, and that's how, and that's how I went. Like the EP is is, is a mini album. EP is, is five five songs or less, mm-hmm. and I figure I can create five songs with artists that are unknown, mm-hmm. producers that are unknown in the studio. I'm hands on with everything and. We just crank our hits. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so, are you are you an artist as well, or are you just strictly a DJ? Like, I know you have 
other things out. You you have a traveling company. You have your own um, headphones, I want to say. You have a lot of things. So let's get into the other things you do outside of this thing called entertainment. So how did the, what started first after, after your DJing, um, <clears throat> after you realized you wanted to be a DJ and it, and it took you places, what started the next transition to DJ Headbus? Well, the next transition, well, we're going to say the wine. Okay. You know, everything, yep. Yep. everything going to line up. So with me DJing all these events, I actually had a signature drink called the Head Buffer. Mm-hmm. But me me wanting the ownership, I couldn't own the vodka, I couldn't own the Sprite, I couldn't own the mixes. That was a part of it. So at the time I met my partner, he does wine. So I'm like, okay, I like the wine, I like the presentation. What do I got to do to get my own signature wine? Mm-hmm. He told me the price, paid him up front. And now it's you know, time to name the brand. So I wanted to name something after my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I changed Nala, and I just spell it N Y L A. So that's how, I, yeah. So now, when I do events or weddings, I can provide the music, I can provide the wine. So that that's one that's one connect with that. Now I go from the wine to the silent headphones, mm-hmm. right? So now with the silent headphones, that's the new wave now. Everything yep. Bluetooth. Is a party within headphones. Everybody use headphones to work out in, and you know, no one likes to hear hear your vibe. So that's the whole purpose of silent headphones. Right. We purchased silent headphones, and right before COVID, which kind of sucked. So when we got them, we couldn't do no events. Right. Because everybody was quarantined and staying away from each other. But it's the best anti-social social thing out there because you can have your own vibe. Listen to whatever sound that you want to without bothering anybody else. Mm-hmm. They do them here. They've done them here. And I've, and I've participated and it was awkward at first. Awkward as fuck. Just to, just to take your headphones off and hear everybody singing. It just was like, whoa. Right. <laughs> but keep going. Right. So now that, that coincides with the wine. So say I do it, I can do my own headphone party. I can supply my own drink, which is the wine. And I can be in my own event. Damn. Now, it comes to travel agency. Now, with me moving around all these different locations, I need one to hook up on the hotel. I need to hook up on the flights. Damn. And I also sell that service to other people. Like so now you, you, you see the domino effect? Yeah. That's all, right. That's so smart. Everything is right. in house for one. And then for two, you also getting money off of you, kind of like kind of like a record deal you're getting money from it you know what i mean like you from at the back end so i get it i get right. it damn right that's a wonderful i i'm you know what i'm about to start thinking of, of some shit right now what do i need and what do other people need implies <laughs> exactly. told me this person he said bro the best thing you can do and the cheapest thing and most effective thing you can do is think it don't mm. cost nothing but that's why people pay for it because they don't want to sit down and think half the time. Listen, I'm thinking right now. You just blew my mind. A lot of my folks chiming in, <laughs> but, but extra just and then he on the project. He on the project. Oh. Oh yeah, the real extra. extra. Shout out to the real extra. He might get, mm-hmm. they might come up here for an interview, Ew, but I'm I'm booked right now up until the twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling myself, oh. my bad, because <laughs> this just just came out of the blue. Like getting back to back interviews literally just came out of the blue for me, and I'm just excited. Like even being able to interview you, someone that I haven't physically met. I don't think we've. No, nah, we we never bumped into each other. I need to come to VA though. I'm willing to come. I got the hookup. I get the room. I get the flight. Starting on um, I know that's right. We got to get you out here to VA because this is this is a, a melting pot of talent in which you know I think you know bringing people from outside 
in here could definitely help with VA because we have a lot of talent. We have a lot of showcases. Do you do showcases as well? Like what, what outside of those four things that you just named, (laughs) what else do you do like to help the, the underground, so to speak, because right now that's what it it kind of is. Is underground artists is not being you know, I mean, played. Me are hit and miss. Um, my thing is, I still got it in Cherokee, and you know, showcase to me is like a, a get rich or a, a quick money scheme. Like, really, if I'm really, and this is why this this is my own personal opinion. Okay, like a lot, of, just have artists up on stage performing paying X amount of dollars and no one's really there to actually help the artist. They just there in their phones. They may hear music every now and then, but other than that, they just there for a check and the person that put on the event paid for them speakers to be there and mm. that's it. When I do do my showcases, I do a silent head, silent vibe. So you gotta listen to the music in the headphones. So everyone that's a part of it, they can't say they didn't hear the music because they heard it in the headphones. It wasn't no loud music, no no other music playing. You can only hear them in the headphones. That's it. That's <laughs> that's so perfect. Like that. Like you just watch. Everybody's gonna try to do that now. They're gonna try to have listening but parties and listening sessions. The headphones. So if they want to do it. They got book me. <laughs> but my, so that's another thing. So I can get I can get bottles bought a, a black ball from DJing, but one thing they can't stop is the headphones. They can't stop the wine mm. from traveling. So I mean it, it's all it's all it, it was all strategic, you know. Now Shout you, out to my girl for for <laughs> the ultimate. You so, know what I'm saying? So, you said black ball. Like how do you what 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 do you mean by black ball? How do you feel like you got well, black ball? That, you know, there's a lot of DJs out there, a lot of music influencers, you know, everybody won't work. So everybody, so if I charge a certain amount of price, another person may say, hey man, I charge this, or I charge mm-hmm. less, just to provide a service. So I'm cool with all that. Have at it. Me, I'm going to just go around you and end up booking that same DJ that, that shortcut me. And pay him the little peanuts and get all the money from the event. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. Real talk. Oh shit! Talk that talk. Talk that talk. He <laughs> said real talk. <laughs> but I do want to ask you about your style because I've known you to have a hat on majority, if not all, of your career. How did that? even become a statue in your life because I really want to know every picture you standing there looking like I'm like what in the world <laughs> tell me <laughs> alright uh, um, it was 2006 right and I was working with the radio station mm-hmm. um, 98.7 which is now Y94.1 everybody in the Tampa Bay area know about the radio station so we have this big annual concert, sort of like summer jam, but it's outside. It's an outside venue, mm-hmm. and it was hot as heck, like nine thirty in the morning, Florida heat, and I got sunburn right behind back my neck. Sometimes I was a hard to reach area too, so I said to myself, "This would not happen again before twelve noon." So that following year, I bought me a straw hat from Walmart. Wore it all day at the event, and you know, back then, you know. We had after parties at the club, so I went straight from the event to the after party with the same half. So I have was like, okay, that's that guy that was on stage adding up with the radio station. Oh. So bingo, bingo. No one, no, no. It didn't matter if it was cold weather, hot weather, rain, hell, sleep, snow. I'm wearing the hat <laughs> and recognize that hat. Oh, that's the dude from such and such. I go to Toronto for NBA All Star Weekend. That's the dude from such and such. I go to Dallas for NBA All Star Weekend. That's the dude from such and such. And every year, I would wear the hat and give out mixtapes. Oh, that, oh! And people start welcoming welcome me in. Then, then they start booking me. Yeah, because I'm tra- already. I'm paying for my own flight, paying for my own lodge, so I just pay to work now. Nah. And it was always less on the promoter, and I'm promote the event, and I'm doing mixtape for the event. Mm. So I'm just 
You get money all the way around, irregardless. You put money in and you taking money out at the same time. Yep. Damn. And you got your alcohol, or I'm sorry, your wine. It's not. I don't want to say alcohol because it's it's very different. It's exquisite. It's a different. It's the different. You know, format. <laughs> now, is is that wine? Is that like a bit bitter wine, or is it like a sweet wine? None of the wine is bitter. I have a three flavors. I have a, a Chardonnay, which is white wine. Mm-hmm. I have a, sang- a raspberry peach sangria, which is the more sweet wine. Then I have a, a strawberry Merlot, a rosé. Mm. 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 That sounds good. Is that in just Florida right now? Or do you have it every internationally? Do you have it na- nationally? COD, you got to come see uh, me to get all the, all the money. You say I ain't missing out on no money. Fuck that. I need all the money. I mean, to be honest, it, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing because a lot of people want to try it. And, and unfortunately, I'm not risking um, ATF for shipping uh, alcohol, things like that. But mm-hmm. locally, I still like quick. I do pop ups and sell out quick. Oh my god! Chill, what up? Hey, what up? Bane in here. Shout out to Bane. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Bane, is he a part of your newest single party all the time? And I know you were you were asking people what that sample was, and um, I know what it is. And a few of my guests they knew what it was, but um, yeah, is he a part of that? Or like, tell us He's a little not. bit of, a little bit about. I ain't gonna put my boy like that, but he get first right of refusal on every beat that I get, and that was one of the beats he kind of passed up on. So, oh, you know, bang! Come on, man. <laughs> no, but no, he he on the project, but that I that's my personal favorite. So I released that first. Mm-hmm. You know, we got oh trust me, he got he got some hits with 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 Bano. I got some with him doing the hook. Then I got some with him doing the verse. And I got a couple more records that he don't even know about. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Is this going to be a part of your EP? The one that you... Mm-hmm. Um... My next EP is Supply and Man too. Okay. You and... see how I'm do with the Supply and Man from the mix? Listen, listen. I need to call you on the phone. And I need to have conversations daily. Because I feel like you can take my life to, to another... Because everything is working hand in hand. Like I'm starting to, I'm really starting to realize that. Like when I, when I'm on my podcast, I'm supposed to have product. Like product placement is very important as well when it comes to this thing called entertainment and like different ways of incorporating your yourself into things. And I, I see that you got it. You man, come on, man. I gotta, I got. We gotta, we gotta finish this call. <laughs> giving out too much free game you giving out too much free game no it's all good <laughs> and, and I mean, my thing is i give that but how many people go take it mm. heard so so we can talk all day but how many people really gonna listen and take heed to what i say so it really bothers me i i i ain't i'm my worst i'm i will definitely take heed i ain't even gonna hold you um, if I could show you this, this room that I have right now, I'm in the creating process. So I got merch and stuff coming. So I'm definitely about, you know, I'm entrepreneur life. Like I'm, I'm, I don't want nine to five. I want 24 hours. Cause it's, that's a whole different. Oh yeah, you, trying, you've been doing your thing for a while. Yes. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I'm mad. I ain't been to BA yet. Mm. Uh, come here. Definitely gotta, definitely gotta get you out to VA. And um, plan something, some type of event or some type of just, you know, gathering, food, whatever. Just come on out here, supply and demand. (laughs) And I also I also want to link you up with another gentleman by the name of Gatsby. Gatsby has his own um, he's his own plane as well. So maybe you guys can link up and, and, and so on and so forth. His, he's an aviator. He flies. He, he physically. The propeller plane? He physically flies his own plane. He's, he can fly a plane. So if you need a pilot or if you need, you know, I got that as well. So we, like I said, we can bounce ideas. <laughs> we, can, we can do a lot. You know what I mean? But um, do you, okay, one last question and we're going to get to um, 
the top five. Do you think the conferences, because I'm from a conference era, like core DJ conferences and stuff like that. Do you think conferences are a benefit to up-and-coming artists, artists in general, the entertainment industry? Or all three, technically. So how do you Crunk feel Coco. about it? Crunk Coco, my bad. I'm just trying people out there showing love. Crunk um, Coco, that, my, that boy that crazy. <laughs> that boy that crazy, for real, for real. For real, for real. That nigga called me at 3 a.m. One with nothing. <laughs> nigga, what up? He see my notification on just, hey, to the B, what up? <laughs> but yeah, the conferences um, back then, mm-hmm. the conferences were very, very effective because, you know, the social media wasn't out then. So you had to go fly and meet these individuals, these DJs in different markets. But now with Instagram and everything else, it's a touch of a button. Yeah. You're in the Everybody got the email in their bio, so it ain't it's it's less social now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Social media becomes less social, Damn. makes life less social. Yeah, deaf indirect. Like you can literally pick up the. I don't want to say well, yeah, you can pick up the phone and reach out to anybody in the world that you would want to. It's very easy access, but some people. They say, you know, you don't always want to meet your your um your biggest what is it your biggest uh, fan or or something like that because they don't you don't know how these people are in real life. They can be like this for the gram and like totally different when they're in person because they don't know that you know people don't know how to be different from social media. So how do you are you the same person on and off social media? Yeah, I'm the same person with the hat on and with the hat off. <laughs> same person. <laughs> I just really, I really, for entertainment purposes. Like when I'm with the family, mm-hmm. I don't, I go out on dates, I don't wear the hat. <laughs> but if I'm in the club working, I'm wearing a hat. Mm-hmm. It's the showcase hat. If it's hot outside, I'm definitely wearing the hat. <laughs> So, and I actually did a, a straw hat party. I had Metro PCS sponsor like a hundred straw hats, and everybody had a straw hat in the club, including Crunk Cuckoo. Yeah, that was dope. Everybody had straw hats on in the club. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever thought of having your own line of straw yeah. hats? Or is that People coming me- soon? Yes, yeah, actually coming soon. Working on the um situation here in Florida. It's a company called. Uh, they're already in stores, but um, they're known for, like, fishing gear and things like that. Oh. But they have a hat that they don't really push because they provide all kinds of fishing gear and, like, fishing rods. Because, you know, fishing is big in Florida. So right. I'm going to link up with them. We're going to make something happen. Mm, I had my first deep sea fishing experience in Florida, and my brother caught a hammerhead. It was so great. Oh, yeah? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. I have to throw it back. Um, he we had no, we brought it back to the shore and they had put him on the front page of whatever the boat we took out. It was his friend's boat and they put him on the front page of the um of whatever website it was. And we were all in the picture like I'll send you the picture of it and it was huge. When <laughs> I tell you that shit was it was his like it he caught that, he caught um a grouper, the big ass grouper. He caught so many well, listen. Well, yeah. I was in Florida. We was in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah. And we went deep sea fishing. We saw like the, the man, that shit. that shit was beautiful. I want to come out to Florida one good time and I want to come fuck the club up with you and all your Padres <laughs> and drink okay. some of your wine with my pinky up like a real nigga. <laughs> we, oh, we older now, so it ain't, ain't, ain't going to be no, no young. <laughs> It ain't gonna be no cell phone. We 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 party oh. like it's like it's uh nine nine two thousand. <laughs> you feel me? I'm all for it because I'm not the one to. I mean, I will take some pictures, but I'm not gonna be uploading. I'm not. I'm not the one to be like, oh, let me get you right here. I'll ask, but I'm not that girl. I'm be like, yo, can I take a picture? I. Right. 
It is what it is. If not, keep it pushing. Because <laughs> I done been there and done that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I told my age, I'll be 38 this year. I done been to the clubs. I done been to strip strip clubs. I done, I've, the, the entertainment industry, I've been in it for over 20 years, since 2001. So I know majority of the ins and outs. You know what I mean? So that shit, but it, it's different now. It's different, different. That's why I don't go out too much. Now, I'll, I'll sip some wine with you, but I don't do too much club. <laughs> but with that being said, let's do our 45 after top five questions, five answers. So I have a two-part. This is the first time I've ever had a two-part um, question. First of all, um, let's get to it. Top five wines you'd recommend and what would you pair with it? Top how many wines? Top five. Top five wine. Mm-hmm. We'll go with our pair each one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna start with number five. We're gonna do the uh Sangria. Sangria is is more summertime vibe, fruity. So you can pair Sangria with the brunches, the daytime brunches. That mm-hmm. that that's the whole vibe with like, you know, little waffles, uh some strawberries, uh you know, the pastries, things like that. That's the brunch vibe. That's sangria. Mm-hmm. That's five. Uh, number four, we can, um, you can switch it up with a Merlot. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even the rosé Merlot, like a dark red Merlot. You know, that's that's the red wine that's kind of bitter, a little bit dry, but those good with steaks or any seafood or any pastas. You know, like your shrimp, pasta, you know, um, your fish, Alfredo's, all of that. Mm-hmm. Three, my favorite. I'm going to call it my favorite because it's three. The, the Chardonnay, the white wine. Mm-hmm. You can make Bellini's. Bellini is orange juice and wine. You know how they make um, mimosas with champagne and yeah. OJ with wine. And it's called Bellini. Those, that that's that's pretty much any 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 type wine you can you can pair it up with fruits, uh almonds, nuts, chocolates. It's a versatile wine, that's why I like it. Two, you can go with the uh Pinot Grigio. Oh yeah, I like Pinot. I love Pinot. Um, they're different types. I'm more like the the dry one because it gets it gets to your bloodstream faster so you all <laughs> glass and you pretty much done those are pair those are best paired with um pastas as well and um chocolates those good with chocolates as well okay. number one and it's pretty cliche we're gonna say the uh the moscato moscato is that date night netflix and chill um that wine that, you know, is more of a beginner's wine because most people really don't drink Moscato. They just heard of it mm-hmm. from Drake, things like that. You know, they got different kinds of Moscatoes out there. I definitely do not recommend getting barefoot Moscato <laughs> from 7-Eleven. Don't touch none of that 7-Eleven wine, period. If you get Moscato, make sure it's, it's, it's something $21 or more. Okay. So it's still a little bit substantial. It doesn't give you a headache or taste like malt liquor. But yeah, you can pair it up with, with spaghetti, um, you know, uh, pasta as well, steak, seafood. Seafood goes well with a Moscato, and mm. that's my top five. Mm. Calamari. Ooh, I love mm-hmm. seafood right now, brother. God damn. Okay. <clears throat> top five artists you've worked with. Top five artists. Uh, we're gonna start with five. Okay. Um, number five. I'm gonna say David Bam. Mm. He's because he's the he's the first artist that that actually blessed me on my first ever mixtape. It wasn't even called Supply and Demand then. It was my first mixtape. It was a what did I name the damn first mixtape? Shit. I forget. I got to look at the CD cover. <laughs> but yeah, David Bell, number five. Number four, uh, Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti's real cool. Big ranking hook that one up. 
Shout out to Yeah, Breaking. you got it. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm going to say uh, my artist, C-Bang. He, he, he's, well, he's good to work with um, when, when, you know, when he's a studio rat. So he gets everything done in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, he hear a beat, he like to record and, and get it done right then. Okay. Um, two, um, believe it or not, I like flies. You know, me and Fire got history, so y'all Fire... sound alike a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> well, man, we both from Florida, but yeah, um, me and Fire got history. Fire went to uh, USF when I was attending USF for a while, and I was high on the scene DJing. So he yeah, had first sound satisfied. I did not believe it. He came to my crib, my college, my off-campus dorm. I'm like, bro, this me. I'm like, what? Dang, you like, no. Nah. I ain't come to all good with you. <laughs> all good, you mad. You big mad. No, but yeah. And I would say number one, um, I would say T-Pain. Mm. I did the mistake. Yeah. Yep. Um, I reached out to him directly, and he hit me back that same day. And then I sent him the drop, the drop script, old school drop script. He got a mobile studio. Sent me the drops, and that was it. Supplying that the, the T Pain made tape. That's when he came back. He was going for a while. He came back with the um up and down record with him and Bob. Mm-hmm. Would it go up, down? Yeah. Like, but that's it. I told my boy, that's it. I said I'm gonna get T Pain to host the mixtape. He said, man, I don't believe it. So I reached out. <laughs> I, I, it was Young Cash because Young Cash is his partner in Jacksonville. So Six Degrees of Separation reached out Young Cash. So Young Cash I'm involved. She painted the mixtape, put me on the phone with him, and it was a wrap. Wow. How was that? How was that whole process? Did you go in the studio with him, or did you just send everything over? Or like, yeah, I mean, that was the first time, one of the first time I had to send everything over. Lose I'm in the studio with the artist, but T Pain pretty personal, mm. and you know, I should record and get stuff done in in the hours of the day. So he could have sent it while I was asleep. So I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Drop script, and I had the email within a day or two later with his drops. I'm like, cool. Do people still send drop scripts? Because that's good. Like they supposed to do that, right? Or am I tripping? That that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, like I say, social media kind of got all the being social with the DJs kind of mixed up because you can be an artist and not have one DJ in your corner and just take off. But it's going to be hard coming back down because you're going to need all DJs. Right. So even if it's one or two DJs, lean on them, do drops for them. Fuck with who, fuck with you, period. Yeah. That's what I tell that's what I tell myself. Fuck with who, fuck with me. Mm. You heard it. Okay, top five supply and demand mixed. <sighs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I don't know the numbers offhand, but I can tell you who holds them. Supply, no. Supply and Demand 10, that's number five. Project Pat hosts that. Bro. I love Supply and Demand number 10. Pat, bro. That's my guy, but keep going. <laughs> um, we'll say uh, 19 with, with you on the cover. <laughs> I think I think that's the cover with uh the actual cover guy on um, Trick Daddy on the cover around the boat. I think so. I think so. This just has a, the back where, you know, I had to print out mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was number two. I mean, number four. I'm sorry. Number three, um, Ace Hood. Ace Hood hosted my uh, 50, Supplying Man 50. Mm-hmm. He hosted that one. Um, Yo Gotti hosted, I think, volume. I'm going to post them. I'm going to post them tomorrow. Okay. He hosted. I don't know what number, but he hosted one. And then my boy, Kid Shine. Can't fuck Kid Shine. He hosted Volume 5. Really? Yeah. But I, listen, I got relations with all these people. I just ain't pulled the trigger yet. But yeah. Oh, I can't he hosted, wait. I can't wait. At least once a week on Instagram, you know, he's doing his thing. So mm-hmm. I told my be like, bro, I remember that. I said, I know you do. <laughs> I remember it too. I remember when he came down to Temple. And number one. With the- um, with the so crispy. Uh, number one 
and see the plies of T Pain. Plies is just so animated and the music is so hard. Um T Pain T Pain was animated on his drops too. But I'm gonna go with Ply though. Ply just he he's a he's a character. He's definitely entertainment. <laughs> that boy's entertainment for real, for real. <laughs> okay, so last one is top five tours you've been a part of. Top five what? Tours. Oh, tours. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't really been on tour like that. Really? Um, if if it is a tour, it's something that came out my own pocket. Meaning NBA All Star Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been to Toronto. I've been to LA twice. I've been to Houston, Dallas, New Orleans. Like from two thousand nine all the way to. 2018, I was going every year out of my own pocket. Mm. And I would make that money back by working the events and selling mixtapes. Uh, see? See? So pretty much it paid for itself. The trip paid for itself at the end of the day. Seven Kings, what it do? Diddy Bop. People <laughs> on the Eat Crunk Cocoa. Hey, man, we need to bring that back. See, see, Crunk Cocoa know about the Straw Hat Party. He was at the Straw Hat Party. He was so drunk. That boy was laughing. <laughs> I think I got it on my Instagram page. That's the throwback. Uh oh. TBT. I gotta go look mm-hmm. at it. Go send it. You gotta send it to me. You gotta share it with me, and I'm 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 be weak. <laughs> yeah. Okay, definitely. But we're gonna move on to exclusive access. So if you have anything for our guests that's um, that you haven't told anyone or any other media outlet that you would like to let our you know my guests know. Um, you can do that right now. If you don't, we can move on to Wind Down, which is giving your shout-outs, um, tell them where to follow you, so on and so forth. Um, what, I, what, that, no one, um, I'm, I'm probably, I'm the youngest of three, three mm. kids, three boys, I'm the youngest of three boys. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest and I'm the only girl of five kids. Oh wow! Four brothers, and I'm the only girl and the youngest. We have something in common. Look at that! <laughs> Look at God. We ain't even know. See what social media do to you. <laughs> but it is coming to an end, so I'm going to do the wind down, which is the shout out, social media, last words, and then I'm gonna do the question. What up, boy? Everybody tonight, Tampa Tony. Shout out to Tampa Tony. You said you'll fuck with him to the day you die. I saw that interview. You was like, bro, that's the homie. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when my boy was down, but hey, I was, we, we was helping each other out. He was asking me what was going on in Temple. More than I was asking him what's going on inside. It wasn't even about <laughs> Ask me who popping in Temple, man. What what music going on, Joe? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out to Tampa Tony. But um, yes, tell them where to follow you, uh, what you're working on, what you know, the last words, and then we're gonna get into the question of the day, in which I get all my guests to answer at the end of the show, and then we're going to depart. All right. Well, uh, first of all, you can find me on any social media, DJ Headbus eight one three. Just uh, Google Straw Hat Sing hashtag. I, that's mine. So you go pull up a thousand Straw Hats, but only one DJ Hairbuster. Um, shout out to my artist, T Bane, OP Super, Tamba Tony, man, uh, my girl, Angel Rainwater, HB Music and Marketing, my dog, The Badger. And so we got a lot of stuff going on. We got some got some more stuff cooking. I ain't even told you about that fifth project. That's We're going to hold it off oh, record. But um, yes. I got the Supply Man EP number two coming out. Featuring got some Tim Tony, Love Dorsey. Uh, they got lead singer out right now. Part of the time, famous kid Brett Legit. Got songs with uh C Bang, Javon Black. Um, just really keeping it Florida. Uh, also look out for the wine everywhere, everywhere in the state. COD only, cash on delivery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's how we're rolling right now. Um, yeah, man, that 
that's pretty much it. Shout out to my girl, my dog, my baby. Ready to go to the mall. She ready to go to her school shopping on. So that's what we about to go do. Oh, shout out to Lila. All right. So we're going to leave you with the question of the day. What bothers you about the industry? Why? And what do you feel your solution to fixing it would be? What do I fix? What do I feel what's wrong with the industry? Mm-hmm. Um, social media. Everything, everything with social media can get took out of content. Social media reminds me of a text message that you're sending a text back and forth with someone, and just based off what they text, they may not be getting loud, they may not be getting soft, but you don't hear their voice, or you don't know it's all assumption and things like that. Everything get took out of context. Um, if it was me, it'd be more live conversations, more phone calls, more things of that nature. I'm I'm young, but I'm still old school, so I still use my phone for what it's for to talk on the phone. So if we're going to have a test battle, you're going to have that battle by yourself. I'm not participating in that at all. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's what I would change. I would just make it mandatory for you to call or talk to a loved one at least once or twice a week just to check in on them. You know, things like that. Mm, Make it more personal. Make the industry more personal. I mean, everything is business, which is cool, but you can't do business with somebody if you personally don't like. I don't do business with personally with people I don't like. If I get a bad vibe, it's not happening. Period. Off top. Facts. Facts. If your aura ain't right, I'm not fucking with you because that's that's an energy Bingo. that I don't want. Mm-mm. Bingo. Because <laughs> that's real. Like people don't believe in that, but some they, people need to open their eyes to to. I go to sleep good every night with no or nobody nothing. I don't always sell it. Man, or nobody nothing. I go to bed peacefully when I do sleep. <laughs> but. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing So Hollywood the podcast some love for even being a guest on So Hollywood. It's been long overdue since supply and demand 19. (laughs) You got 83. Listen, this is (laughs) we have, it's been a long long journey and I really appreciate you for even coming through. Appreciate that. Salute to you and your Mm, podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I got to come out there to show you some love and I got to taste the everything that you got. Just I'm going to send you my information. And and if you would like to send it, then that's perfectly fine. And if not, I will purchase it. However, we have to do the transition or transaction to to have your products magically appear like this. Try it today. I can do an infomercial. You know, I can do <laughs> We're going to make this money right quick. <laughs> believe that. Believe that. But I'm definitely not all that. Yes. Well, I appreciate you, everybody, for tuning in and all of my fans, all of your fans for tuning in. Um, my dog. You said what? Bottom. Who is it? One of my, one of my people's uh, don't judge me say shit by your bottom. Oh! Shout out to don't judge me. Just follow me and I'll follow you back. You know what I mean? Because I make stuff too. I made this shirt. I make like we'll get into that as well. But um follow me on Instagram, M I S S Hollywood313. Uh follow the podcast, so Hollywood the Podcast. Like, share, and subscribe to my new website, www.allofhollywood.biz. And um, if you have any last words, that's fine. If not, we're going to get up out of here. Man, appreciate you having me. Thank Good luck you. on the podcast. You bought the, 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 uh, <laughs> I, and you're doing something right. So look, I'm definitely too. I'm a fan now. I'm a fan. Look, I've been a, <laughs> I'm a fan of the You've supported me throughout. Like even though we have not physically met in person, that just goes to show you that relationships are real. Like we've always kept in contact through email or through social media or whatever the case. But when it comes down to it, you know, every it's all love. It's all love from Virginia. I'm sure when I get to to um, to Tampa, it's gonna be all love because we also have other people that we know, like Bigger Rankin, DJ Demp. 
Like so many people that I've come across in life that I just haven't met you yet. And when that time comes, it's going to be fireworks. And I can't wait. Yep. Tequila shots and wine. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I don't know about that hangover. That's a whole day's work. But <laughs> I appreciate y'all. <laughs> Peace. Is it me or Thank was y'all. It is it me or was it guest on so hollywood the podcast just email so hollywood the podcast at gmail.com or follow me on instagram so hollywood the podcast and miss hollywood 313 looking to book your next studio session contact session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com